At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Music. And welcome on this glorious Monday morning. It's summer in Seattle and there's so much fog, I cannot even tell you that I live on the waterfront. So hopefully wherever you are in the world today, you're enjoying your summer as well. Um, I'm going to talk today about startups. Startup weekend is where I spent my weekend. And I'm going to talk to you about funding online, resources to begin your entrepreneurial journey, not just money, but all kinds of resources you're going to need as you begin the idea of building your own business. Uh, I said that I'd started my, or I said spent my whole weekend at Startup Weekend in Seattle this uh, last uh, few days. It was an awful lot of fun. Tremendous number of people there with brilliant ideas, uh, all kinds of teams coming together, and they were all there to start their companies. Now, notice that's not just coming there to fund their companies. They were there to start them. So I would say that's one of my best tips. Uh, This idea of a startup weekend is simply brilliant. Rather than trying to get together with your friends or colleagues or whatever, uh, sorting out what you'd like to build and and brainstorming ideas among you and taking weeks or months at a time to pull it together ad hoc – You get together for a very intense two and a half days. You begin at about six o'clock on a Friday, ending probably close to midnight, um, where you meet with all of the other teams that are there to build their startups. You get to exchange ideas. What are you building? What are you building? How are you doing this? What will you code in? Where will you go? How will you fund? 
All of these other things start swilling around in your head. It's total mayhem on the very first evening. The next morning, you gather and uh, begin the process of putting your business together. So among you as a team, sequestered in a place where presumably your cell phones aren't going to be ringing all day and you're not thinking of other things, you put your heads together to begin the process of deciding who your customer base will be, how you're going to get to market. The questions are posed to you by people who are venture capitalists. This last weekend, for example, the one in Seattle that I attended uh, was held at the offices of a venture capitalist and, uh, as a matter of fact, moved kind of between two of them over the weekend. So these people who really know what it is that it uh, takes to make a successful business and to fund a successful business are giving you the questions you should be focused on. Things like what's your go-to-market strategy? This is not the same as how will you make money. That's what's your revenue streams. Uh, Those kinds of things. So very important questions are addressed early in the morning and then by midday mentors show up. I was one of those mentors, uh, Susan Siegel, who runs the Washington Technology Institute, uh, excuse me, uh, Industry Association was there, um, Shauna Kazi, uh, who is now with Decide, as well as Kate Matsudera, who is a CMO over at, uh, a CTO over at Decide.com. Brilliant people from engineering and technology into marketing, into management and administration, uh, organizational structure and venture capital. Plenty of those were there as well. Angel investors and VCs are all there to support you. They don't get paid for this privilege. They do not pay for the privilege. They're there because they're supporting the infrastructure of the community itself. In other words, you, the new startup. An extraordinary uh, advantage over people who are simply throwing ideas against the wall and trying to do it all by themselves. So with access to all of this talent in the afternoons, you get to sign up for uh, whoever you'd like to speak with and you get different viewpoints. You get to practice your pitch. You get to put your pitch together and by Sunday evening, you make a pitch, literally a five-minute pitch to venture capitalists who will uh, gather there as a panel to review your uh, presentation presentation, your idea, your concepts, and whether, tell you whether or not the whole thing has legs. So sometimes, of course, the venture capitalists and angel investors benefit greatly because they get to hear about these ideas and see the team's very early stage on the day that they are born, and they get to invest early. That's great. So it's also wonderful for those new companies. They might get investment that early, but that's not the purpose of the weekend. The purpose of the weekend is is to begin the process of entrepreneurship. So I would suggest you do check out something called startupweekend.org. It's an interesting concept. I know that it happens all over the world. I was told that uh, one of these had happened in um, India, and I can't remember if it was either Bangalore or... Mumbai, but it had just happened a few weeks ago. So everywhere in the world, you'll find things like that. My next question, of course, if I'm starting a company is not just who will I work with and where are my customers and so on, but how am I going to get funded? We return to this almost every week here at CEO Coach. It is the killer piece to starting and uh, moving with any company. I've uh, just come across a site called Indiegogo. 
I-N-D-I-E, as in Indianapolis Indy, right, Indy, go-go, G-O-G-O. Uh, I know that a uh, young startup that is uh, having itself funded here, they're called Drinker, D-R-I-N-K-R. So if you want to check that out, you can see how they have uh, put together their funding pitch. It's actually kind of fun. This is an application that will tell you how to find uh, pubs and bars in any city around the world uh, that has, I don't know, the right decibel level for you, the right kind of music, drinks that you like, perhaps where techies hang out versus where attorneys hang out or where physicians tend to hang out and so on. So you can find your space and your vibe anywhere around the world. So a lot of fun, very simple concept, and they've put themselves uh, onto Indiegogo in order to get funded. So you can see how that works, and you can see how you can kind of raise the the bar, and uh, it's almost like a thermometer. We have you know raised this much out of that much and so on. So that's pretty clear. When the JOBS Act came into effect in June 1st in the United States, we uh, covered some of this, as a matter of fact, at some of the sessions in June. Um, We talked about whether or not it would change the landscape of funding for very early stage startups. And in some ways, it has. It has enabled us to go beyond 500 investors and not file with the SEC. That used to be the break point. It meant that each of your investors had to provide a significant sum of money in order to be able to uh, run your company and not go over the 500 people. In other words, you couldn't get 500 folks to give you a buck and get 500 bucks all right that wasn't going to cut it now that could cut it so raising money at tiny little bits when you've got an idea that would uh, address the broad uh, interest of a huge number of people in a little way in other words small engagement small interest small donation or investment right that enables you to go out from maybe 5,000 people to give you a buck or five bucks, and suddenly you have seed money for your company. So these platforms are interesting. We don't know what the upshot's going to be in terms of technical regulation and so on, but we're already beginning to see these sites pop up. Kickstarter, of course, has been out there for some time. That's where you donate things. Again, that's Kickstarter. Starter, uh, but that's about organizational stuff, nonprofits. If you have a great idea and you want to build something, people can donate, but that's not an investment. So that's a little different. All right. One of the most brilliant articles I've heard, uh, I've read recently, is called 33 Ways to Fund Your Startup Business. We're going to take a break here at CEO Coach, and we're going to, when we come back, I'm going to run through some of those 33 ways with a little bit of commentary there and see how you feel about which ways resonate with you as you build your startup. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with SearchMetrics.com. That's SearchMetrics.com. How far do your ads reach? 
You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. WebmasterRadio.fm Get addicted. Get ahead. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back. We're talking about ways to start your business. This is not about funding only, although that's always the big elephant in the room. Uh, talked a little bit about Startup Weekend, and perhaps there are hundreds of similar ideas out there. I'd love to hear from you, this audience, at any time. I know most of you will be downloading this through iTunes or at Webmaster Radio. Don't worry about it. Send me an email anyway. Send it to Jillian Music at gmail.com that's g-i-l-l-i-a-n as in nancy m as in mother u-e-s-s-i-g at gmail.com so sending things to me tell me where you started your startup how you put it together was it something like startup weekend are there resources in your country or have you attended a startup weekend in your country and you'd like to tell me what that was about so we're looking now at 33 ways to raise startup money. We're going to address that elephant in the room. Number one in this article that comes from brains.org, that's B as in boy, R-A-I-N, like the word brain, Z as in Z, dot org, brains.org, slash startup hyphen funding. Again, slash startup hyphen funding. Go check this one out. 33 ways to raise startup money. The first one, no brainer, personal savings. Yep, there's nothing like actually paying for stuff after you've saved up the money to do it. Savings is a whole lot better than debt. But the second one they come up with is partner savings. In other words, the first uh, group would be the partners you bring in. Now, partner savings does not mean this is your spouse or your life partner necessarily. That would come in part of number one, right, your own savings. But what they're talking about is if you're bringing partners in, you don't necessarily have to look for complementary skill sets. You could look for complementary asset sets. So often there is a silent financial partner or even an active financial partner. Good stuff. Sell your stuff. Right. Sell anything you haven't used in a year or longer. I think that's a really good life, uh, life skill anyway. 
uh, I'm kind of almost a minimalist, if you will. My concept in life is if you haven't used it in 18 months, you're never going to use it. That means you've gone all the way around the year through each of the seasons and one more time through whatever that season was, and you didn't use it. It is never coming back out of the closet. Those rollerblades, the the longboard skating thing, you know, whatever it is, it's not going to happen. So sell that stuff. It's quite amazing the amount of money you can raise from just a few bits and pieces, even if you only raised a thousand or two thousand dollars. It's seed money for whatever it is you're about to build. Windfalls. Yes, you could do things like save your tax refunds. You could play mind games with yourself, essentially. If you're due, uh, I don't know, six or eight or ten deductions because of your mortgage and uh, children and so on and so forth, whatever it is, you can play games by just saying, oh, just give me one deduction and I will force myself to put stuff aside all during the year. The government will pay it back to me at the end of the year in the form of a tax refund. Remember, they will not pay you interest. Today, hardly makes a difference. You're only getting 1% anyway in the banks if you're in the United States, but you might want to consider not having to play games with yourself. If you're in that kind of financial mindset, I suggest you need a business partner. That means you're a technologist, not the business guy. A business guy has the fortitude and self-control to put that money in the bank themselves and save it up. All right, so much for windfalls. Um, Getting hooked on lotteries and gambling, by the way, not recommended. They make great stories. I know that's how Fred Smith did it, uh, according to either story or legend, um, when he built uh, uh, FedEx. But I wouldn't count on it. So heading for Vegas, not recommended. Retirement savings plans. Yeah, a lot of people do that, and I'd say that's probably not a brilliant idea unless you are not otherwise uh, connected. In other words, no significant other, uh, no spouse, and no children for whom you must uh, provide for yourself. Otherwise, you become a burden to them. All right. If you are completely alone and only yourself to answer to, then go feel free. You can spend your retirement savings, do as you will with yourself, but don't involve others in it. Remember that you're probably either married or connected to someone who does not have the entrepreneurial risk tolerance and understanding the difference between the risk tolerance of an entrepreneur and those who are not will save you an awful lot of grief in your relationships moving forward. So retirement savings plans only if you have absolutely nobody else to count on in life and nobody else is going to carry your burden should you end up walking the streets. Credit cards. Yeah, there's a real favorite, and almost all of us do that. Uh, it's difficult. It's, it's not totally impossible. Certainly, it's an easy access to debt, but probably the one of the most expensive. Um, I would suggest that if you do own a home and you can reasonably afford the second mortgage, even should your uh, entrepreneurial effort fail and you go back to work at a you know traditional corporation and have a paycheck, then that's a much better way to do it. You can get yourself second mortgages again in the United States today, at much, much lower rates than you would with credit cards. If all else fails and you need non-secured credit, in other words, you either don't have real estate or it isn't an appropriate choice for you to make in the long term, non-secured debt would come out of credit cards. Just remember that, you know, the interest racks up pretty darn quickly and no matter how you think you're going to be turning the corner here in six months, almost every startup is going to take two to three years before it turns the corner. Make sure you're prepared for those kinds of debts. All right, credit card arbitrage. 
It's an extension of the credit card approach, uh, and I'm reading direct now from Brains.org right? and their article. This is number eight. It says it uses the 0% balance transfer options that we were so common a few years ago. We're seeing some of those again, right? And uh, they're saying with a credit crunch, it might not be an option, but we are beginning to see some of those things. You can have a 0% uh, balance transfer here, and then you have to pay it off, who knows, eight, 10 months down the road or even even more, and then you move it to another one that offers that to you. Well, you can do that, but please look carefully at the small print. Almost every one of them will tell you, yeah, but there's a 3% flat transfer fee or a 4% flat transfer fee. So you've still paid the percentage on all of those. Mind you, it's a whole lot less than the standard credit card debt. It brings it almost right down to things like, you know, a secondary mortgage. So not bad for non uh capitalized debt, if you will, non-collateralized get debt. All right. Blood money. I love this one. Number nine is blood money. You can borrow from friends, family, colleagues, or even employees. Yeah, there's an interesting idea. All right. So, uh, and alternatively, you can have one of the, uh, any one of those assigned, co-signed bank loans for you. I do know an awful lot of folks who have had parents, for example, co-signed bank loans. They may have it done for a vehicle. I remember my youngest brother had that happen. My mother did that for him so many years ago. Uh, on the other hand, you might do that to start a business. Now, borrowing from friends and family is called a friends and family round, right? The FF round. And that usually comes before angel investment investment rounds. All right. uh, smaller sums in general, not always, but in general, uh, it is blood money. It means they are blood relations or close thereto. In this case, they are generally not accredited investors, not always again, but generally not. And you should feel an extraordinary obligation to return their money with some reasonable interest, if not with, of course, the big win. Now, you're excited as hell about your startup and you're sure it's going to be the billion-dollar exit. They may also be sure or they may simply do it because they love you. But because they're not accredited investors, it's incumbent upon you to make sure that you have protected their investment that you are able to return at least principal and perhaps a small amount of interest in a reasonable period of time. Again, all I'm saying is that it adds a burden of obligation to you that you should feel above and beyond your company. Moving on, we get to things like home equity. Talked about that, secondary mortgages. Home equity is sometimes a very good place to look, but remember risking your own home should you have a family, etc. And now you're involving others. You be darn sure about the risk tolerance of your mate before you move on. Cashing out life insurance policies. I'm not a big fan of things like whole life anyway, so perhaps I would say, yeah, I would cash that out um, and then move on to excuse me, term life insurance. We're going to take one more break here at CEO Coach. and we come back, we're going to run through another few ways to uh, raise funds for the beginning of your startup and some key questions you should be asking yourself as you formulate that very first day of putting your startup together. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. 
Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. This is Webmaster Radio Rewind. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back. We've just got a few more minutes in today's show. I got so excited about this wonderful article at Brains.org. We didn't get to a lot of the other pieces, so in the future we will be talking about some things. In the meantime, I'm going to point you to something that uh, my uh, Webmaster Radio broadcast uh, uh, support, I guess he's my producer here, Brasco, showed me this morning. It's in Forbes.com today. It's called How to Blow Up a Startup, the Biggest Financing Pitfall for Entrepreneurs. Uh, Don't miss that article today again. How to Blow Up a Startup, the Biggest Financing Pitfall for Entrepreneurs in Forbes magazine. We'll cover uh, those kinds of ideas uh, at another show. But today I am going to continue with the, uh, again, that biggest elephant in the room, how to fund the startup that you're thinking about. We talked about uh, blood money. The next one here is going to be getting a bank loan. That's kind of a no-brainer. Home equity, of course, we talked about that. Cashing out policies from your insurance company. And here's an interesting one, grants. There are all kinds of things available through our government, specific types of startup businesses. One of the places I found online was, of course, the standard SBA.gov. Today, if you go to their homepage, it has kind of a revolving GIF. The veterans, for example, uh, it says, let us serve you helping your small business startup. Whatever it is that you have a tight affiliation to, you may find that there are government grants available to you. There are women in business. There are minorities in business. There are veteran uh, uh, pieces. There are folks with uh, disabilities. 
All kinds of folks have special grants. Look for whatever it is that might give you an edge in getting funded with government support. Donations via social media, for example, tweets giving, uh, drive via Twitter, and so on. Uh, some of them have uh, drive via Twitter, for example, pulled in over 10,000 U.S. dollars in 48 hours with donations of 5 and 10 bucks. We talked about this at the beginning of the show. The sort of approach works uh, because you can use things like uh, PayPal, uh, MyTown, all of those kinds of payment platforms. Microloans, Kiva and Prosper are the most uh, well-known on those, and uh, they're you know relatively small uh, loans, but you can never tell whether or not that's enough to kickstart whatever you've got going. Um, you also get an awful lot of publicity, of course, whenever you use those online funding resources. Startup incubators, I love them. Places like Y Combinator, uh, Techstars, uh, several more around the uh, Pacific Northwest, down into the Valley, and of course now around the world. Look for incubator uh, options in your area, wherever it is that you live, and check them out. Some of them are as simple as sharing space, like The Hub in Seattle, that's H-U-B in Seattle, uh, just has space. Right, But then they bring in folks who would be mentors for, I don't know, brown bag lunches, uh, lectures on this or that, time management tips, all of the little basics that would help a tech entrepreneur to understand more about the business process. Brilliant stuff. Very inexpensive rent. Uh, you're sharing space with a lot of other folks who are doing startups, and of course, that helps in terms of spreading your idea, learning from each other, and keeping focused on what you're doing. Investor capital. If you're ready to run into the bigger guys, venture capital, angel investing, beware of angel investment groups that ask you to pay money to present. There are better ways to do that. Look carefully for the names of the real players in the angel investing sector in your city. When I first started learning about angel investment, I too went around to all of these kind of better known angel investment groups and I felt like it was in phone tree hell. I could not find my way to the serious investors. Finally, somebody inside that group kind of pointed me to the things where I said, no, it's people you're looking for, not organizations. I'm counseling you the same way. It's people you're looking for, not organizations. So as we wrap up here at CEO Coach, I'd like to point you again to brains.org with a Z and to that Forbes article today. Do email me, jillianmusig at gmail.com, G-I-L-L-I-A-N-M-U-E-S-S-I-G at gmail.com about your experience in the first days of your startup. Where did you go? Who did you turn to? And what was really successful? We'll share your news here at CEO Coach. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm or through iTunes. This is Jillian Music, your CEO coach. We'll be back next week. can now like CEO Coach on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place 
by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 